0: You know, Mina, the heart statues have one thing going for them, and that's their ability to see purity in many different lights. Like Serena, for example, her purity is a goof-off. She purely adores to eat and oversleep and make goo-goo eyes at Darian. But she's not a pure brain, or purely unselfish, or purely coordinated. That is cruel. Moon podcast escalation! Man.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and talk about the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and just why it is that we love it so much. And today, we are going to be watching uh, episode 109 of Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon S, which is called The Shocking Moment, Everyone's is Revealed. And folks... It is the Minako episode we have been waiting for. This episode is wild as hell.
0: It's very appropriate that we just talked about Codename Sailor V, because we're back with some good Mina.
1: Yeah, like some really good Mina stuff, and uh, I am so excited to get to it. So to help us talk about that, we are welcoming back an old friend of the show. Joining us once again, we have Cassidy Stone. Cassidy, hello, how are you?
2: Hello, guys. I'm fantastic. How are you?
1: Great. Uh, We're doing very well, and we're not wasting any time, like, say, talking for 35 minutes about something (laughs) else before we start this podcast.
0: That would be silly. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, Cassidy, our listeners may already be familiar with you because you were on the show quite some time ago. You were actually on our uh, first episodes of 2016, uh, episodes 61 and 62, which means you were here... Mm -hmm. For the first appearance of Bob Floyd ice cream.
2: that Yeah, I remember that especially because of Bob Floyd ice cream. That is actually probably the main thing I remember about it.
1: Great, great ice cream. <laughs> and it, like, and one of the many businesses that we became obsessed with here on uh, on Sailor Business, which weirdly became a podcast about the businesses that we see on Sailor Moon.
0: Sailor not businesses. Not sure, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, it's Sailor Business
1: is. So Cassidy, if anyone wants to hear about your history with Sailor Moon, they can go back to episode 61 and give that a listen. But uh, it's been a while since we've talked to you. It's been about a year and a half. So do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life? And I think you have at least one because you've been talking about it on Twitter.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I've been looking for something, something to do while chilling during downtime and stuff uh, when I don't have work or I need a break. And... I picked up, started coloring Sailor Moon manga, which is just like chill as hell. It de-stresses you so much. And it started going around Tumblr again, a couple of pages that I did color. And I like to pretend that it's helping me practice for if I ever want to be a colorist for comics, but it's mainly just fun.
1: That's awesome. I I haven't seen those. I'm looking them up. I have a question for you that is specifically related to Jordan and something that we've talked about on the show. Uh, What color did you choose for Luna? Ugh. Yes, good question.
2: (laughs) I thought about that. I went with purple. I went with purple Luna. What? Yeah.
0: But she is not purple.
2: But she is, like, if you picked a color sampler and, like, just went into a screenshot and just picked that color, it'd be purple.
0: It depends on the shot.
2: That is correct. That depends on the lighting and all that. But I don't know why this bothers you. I mean, just last episode, you had that English man with, like, green mustache and all that. That's weird. Pick on him. That episode
0: is where we learned that apparently my eyes are wrong because I thought he had gray hair. (laughs) (laughs) But Luna is definitely most of the time, in my opinion, gray, a.k.a. black. But they don't want to color her all the way black.
1: There's okay. She's not certainly not gray. No, 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 no.
0: Let's say she's certainly not gray. We will watch the episode and throughout when she is on the screen, I will point out what color she is. It's gray.
1: Luna is clearly a black cat, but yes. uh, in, in the way that you can't really represent uh, that shade of black without without highlights in right. comics, like in, the Superman's hair isn't blue; it's like a shiny black. Luna isn't purple; she's a shiny black, which translates to purple, and you get unreasonably frustrated about it. I think no, it's just like
0: like on our Sailor Business uh, uh, logo, Chris, where the Luna cat that I drew you as is gray, but it's, I mean, yes, meant to be
1: black, but
0: we show it as gray.
1: Uh, I thought it was purple on that. No, you did draw it as gray. Yeah. Someone <laughs> needs to go in and recolor that. Uh, give Jordan <laughs> that green hair and, and make me no. purple.
0: I've never had green hair. I had pink hair, but not green hair.
2: I can see this as like within the inside universe of Sailor Moon, were I able to summon Luna herself through demonic powers as a real cat, she would be a black cat. Yes. But they portray her constantly and color her as a purple cat.
0: You know, we're gonna have to go to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> when when we watch the episode today and talk about it, I will point out what color Luna is.
1: Well, if uh if anyone wants to see that, it's on your Twitter, which is at Cassidy Stone1 uh and i gotta say like the the way that you have colored these pages because you've got uh there's a sailor jupiter page there's a chibi page there's a, a big sailor moon action page oh that's delightful it's genuinely beautiful
2: oh man okay.
1: because you never you never see naoko takeuchi's art colored in that style what did you color them with
2: i mean i just got like the big scans brought them into photoshop and just oh it's are used...
0: digital colors it's yeah, beautiful. yeah yeah
2: yeah oh thanks
0: I was listen, I'm sure you could get a gig coloring in comics.
2: Uh that would be pretty cool. I would like to. I have tested once for it.
0: It's delightful.
2: Wow, oh, thank you.
1: So, uh Cassie, do you have any other uh Sailor Moon developments in your life of late?
2: Oh, let's see. I finally finished watching Sailor Moon Crystal. Turned out to not be as bad as I thought it would be. So that was nice. I would say that's probably the biggest development I've had.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're eventually going to have to watch it. Yeah, but
0: not while we're watching the main show, I don't think.
1: Well, unless we do chi- uh, Crystal Sodes. <laughs> we could do some Crystal Sodes. If people demand it, like, maybe, but, like, eh,
0: it's not. I'm not looking forward to that.
1: When the Patreon gets to the level where you can quit your job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then just watch Sailor Moon full time.
0: I don't think that level exists. Ugh. I don't know.
2: I mean, there's a lot to talk about there, just with the particular level of quality the animation went with. Well, now
1: when you watched it, did you watch it online in the versions that were like airing week to week or did you watch the the Blu-ray or DVD copies because I've heard that like when they cleaned up the Blu-rays it actually looks pretty good.
2: Um yeah, I watched it as it came out online.
1: Well, I got to say if there was one episode I would love to watch uh the crystal version of or, or 1 arc I guess, it would be the Deathbusters cuz I love the Deathbusters.
0: I'm sure they're not as good although it's a guess because 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 there's probably not that much of them and again much like the the sisters uh uh, they probably like show up and then die
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's probably true And, and i will say this whatever crystal does with the deathbusters probably not as amazing as what happens with the deathbusters in this episode which again is wild Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. I think we should probably just go ahead and, uh, get into it. I don't really have any Sailor Business business, Jordan, do you?
0: Uh, do I have any, sa- oh, I, I have one thing I did want to mention, uh, because okay. we, I don't think I mentioned this last time.
1: Oh, I, I guess, I guess I have one thing too.
0: Which is, uh, I, I, I started watching another anime. <laughs> <gasps>
2: Ugh,
0: Betrayer. Which, <laughs> well, yes, it's still not the, uh, the only important one, which is Sailor Moon, but... Uh, I started watching One Punch Man, and it's a, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I actually started watching One Punch Man, too, because it showed up on Netflix. Um, but I was a big fan of the One Punch Man manga as well. Oh, I've never...
0: I I knew nothing about it, other than that people kept telling me I should watch it.
1: It's the manga... I would highly recommend the manga. It's, it, there's one, like, really bit of kind of dodgy and unfortunate storytelling, like around Volume 4, but it's the, it quickly moved past. Uh, other than that, I can kind of... Uh, David Brothers turned me on to it by saying it's, like, literally the best superhero comic that was coming out, and I kind of agree with him on that. It's a really cool take on superheroes. It starts off with that one, like, what starts as a really one-note joke, like, just about the time it starts to wear itself out, the whole thing changes into something that's, like, really, really fun and elaborate, so. And then, actually, I uh, I was at a friend's house, and they put on the first episode
0: of another anime, which was bonkers uh which was kill la kill
2: oh jeez.
0: <laughs> we have watched one episode of that and i was just like
2: what <laughs>
0: <laughs> but having seen both that one episode and the, the like five or six now that i've watched of one punch man it's it i was kind of amazed at how uh, how different Uh, anime has gotten I mean I'm sure again they're not all the same but like they were so unlike the ones that I was familiar with from a while ago like everything is so much faster and so much crazier and like more over the top and like the action was like insane in a super awesome way so anyway yeah I liked it
1: yeah well One Punch Man in particular like the there I've read a lot of pieces on like the fight scenes and how how hard they go into animating those fight scenes to make them look good Uh, And it really does capture the spirit of the manga. Uh, I've got a piece of Sailor Business Business, because it's something that uh, I found uh, kind of independently of the Sailor Business audience. And something that was sent to us uh, by several people. And it's uh, Evgenia Medvedeva's uh, new 2017 Sailor Moon ice skating routine. Yep, (gasps) I saw that. Now it, it, we talked about uh, Evgenia Medvedeva a little bit last year. She did one last year too, that was not as elaborate, and I remember like feeling like really bad for her because she like she fell during one of her jumps. Uh, but it was really really fun because she did like a Sailor Moon routine and it had uh, like a transformation sequence involved, and she ended up being able to meet Naoko Takeuchi in in Japan. Uh, but I guess this week or or last week she did a new Sailor Moon routine that is like above and beyond the uh, the the original one. Now Jordan, did you watch the new one? Oh yeah, it's great. She starts off uh, asleep as Usagi because uh, she's she's Usagi it, it throughout the the whole thing, and she starts off like under a blanket on a pillow on the ice. And Luna is involved at one point. There's a yeah. transformation sequence. It goes through like three songs, like a medley of three songs, including uh, all of Miracle Romance. Uh, and it's really, really great. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, it's floating around Tumblr and Twitter. Just please check it out. It's super awesome.
0: Agreed. Super crazy. Ridiculous Luna Puppet.
1: Which <laughs> is love Luna puppet. not purple. It's not. It's it's a little bit purple, Jordan. It's black I'm gonna have to check the tape on that. We're I mean, gonna have to go to the tape. I'm just gonna have to load up my likes here. Uh, here, you want me to do a screen cap? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go look at the the HD version that I have on my Tumblr.
2: <laughs> mm, I I think it's purple. You check your eyes. <laughs> I'm very upset that I'm gonna have to go with black on this one. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: it's black. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> yeah. But it's absolutely fantastic. So, definitely check it out. It's really, really fun. Uh, And with that, I think we're just going to go on and go ahead into the episode. This week's episode is called The Shocking Moment, Everyone's Identities Revealed. So if you were prepared for a shocking moment in this one, they wanted to let you know right up
2: front that you were going to get one. They don't
0: want to scare anybody.
2: Yeah, they don't want to shock us too bad. Uh,
1: But I'm assuming that the American title from our good friends over at Cloverway does not quite have the same... uh, uh, a spoilerific title,
0: yeah, I don't think there's any chance you'll get this one at all. Give me a hint. this is part of why you'd not get it. I don't know what hint I could give you as I look at it, I can go, oh, it's sort of maybe could be considered possibly having a pun to do with the monster, but I just thought of that now and I think in real life it doesn't
1: uh Venus on lockdown. <laughs>
0: No, that's a better one. Uh, I would like that more.
1: When God closes a door, he opens a sailor scout. Um, what?
0: Okay, what now, Chris? Spoiler, everybody. What is the monster mm-hmm. based on? Uh,
1: the monster is a doorknob monster. Yes, slash lockpick monster. What do you do to a doorknob? As as the, as the doorknob turns. <laughs> no. That'd be a good one. Sure, sure it would. <laughs> Don't be a hater. The episode is called "No
2: Turning Back." Oof. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah, that's that makes sense. I can appreciate the attempt at the pun. There was an attempt made. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure
1: if they did. I honestly, I, that could go either way. Listen, I've I've watched uh, number 110 coming up, and that is an accurate title. I will give them that. <laughs> There is no turning back after this episode.
0: I don't know. I turned back.
1: How dare you, Jordan? Yeah. So uh, let's do it. So we open uh, at the Witches 5 Laboratory, where everyone's favorite lab Mm -hmm. assistant, Uriel, is trying to figure out who their next target is going to be. But there's there's a problem. She's having some computer trouble caused by the magic of the Holy Grail, I guess? Maybe.
2: Well, I mean, we know Usagi can't log onto a computer to do that. We already know. She said in the first couple episodes, she doesn't know anything about computers. It's true. It's true.
1: Eventually, uh, UDL figures out that the person they're going after is the person who can use the Holy Grail. Whatever that
0: means. Well, I don't even know if they really figure that out. It, that's why it's not working. He says, "Like she's like, it's not working. And he goes, yes, it's the person who could use the Holy Grail. But I don't know. Ah, uh, Who knows? This stuff yeah, is weird.
1: I, I love the Deathbusters arc, but I literally have no idea what their plan is and how it's supposed to work. Well, Chris, I can explain. Yes, If sure.
0: they can get the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. they will use it to cover the whole world in darkness. Right. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. To create the world of darkness we desire, which I assume is a world of masquerading vampires and
1: <laughs> ascended mages and
0: Ascending... <laughs> uh um, um all of the the world of darkness uh, uh role were,
1: were the werewolves
0: Werewolf the...
1: the hunger was it no, werewolf the hunger
0: um and i used to like changeling um the dreaming uh let's see world of darkness yeah, were- games
1: the forsaken
0: no no, 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 that, no, was no, the, no that was that no.
1: was the reboot
0: werewolf the apocalypse of course how did we oh, not right, remember that? Right, of course. Wraith the Oblivion, Hunter the Reckoning, and Mummy the Resurrection.
1: Quick, like we have a surprising amount of World of Darkness talk on this <laughs> show. <laughs>
0: oh, apparently Demon the Fallen.
1: I was not familiar with that one. Uh who uh, who on earth played Mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Mummy the Resurrection. Like that's that like whole list of White Wolf games that we just went through is like should be in the dictionary under diminishing returns. Have you ever played <laughs> any of them uh actually? Jordan you will appreciate this. Uh I played exactly one game of Vampire the Masquerade when I was in high school playing a character inspired by Deadpool. Nice. <laughs> no, nice. it was not nice. It was not nice at all. <laughs> Wait, Octavian? Uh yeah, I think so. I mean, he's got to be. He's
0: crazy. You yeah. know? I I did LARPing of Vampire in high school, and then I've played Tabletop Changeling like once or twice. I always wanted to play Mage, but nobody ever got that together.
1: Mm. No ascending for Jordan. I would not say our our high school days sound good, based on that information. (laughs) Are
0: you kidding me? All the coolest kids LARP Vampire.
1: Mm. (laughs) Mmm. okay all right so point being uh dr tom needs to get the holy grail and he needs to get it first so that oh, he that. can create the world of darkness uh tm <laughs> that he desires and uh. he needs to get the uh the, the the talismans or the like again i
0: do not know wait also wait i need to talk about so like as he's describing this they show like a wave of darkness actually a wave of redness but a wave of something encasing the Dark world
1: red.
0: yeah and then he goes or cuz if somebody who opposes us gets is it and the image they show is of like <laughs>
1: a naked fairy girl holding up a light what yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah if you watch the next episode jordan you would know that's the messiah oh. mm-hmm. go
2: <laughs> I don't know. I pictured Messiah. I always pictured naked fairy girls. Well, I will now. (laughs) I mean, look,
1: given the show that we are watching, I think that is a safe assumption to make. Naked girl made of rainbows with wings. Yep. Checks out. Story checks out every time. Yep. There's also uh, like a little joke here where uh, yu talks about how she's going to take the cost of the phone out of Dr. Tomoe's pay. Yeah, wait, what? I love that. This is something that we haven't really talked about. Is this Professor Tomoe's job?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if it is, I, like, she pays him? Like, I would have thought she was his employee.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's the lab assistant. Who is Dr. Tomoe's boss?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, Dracula, obviously.
1: Well, probably. I mean. <laughs> looks like he's working in a fucking basement. <laughs> he was working in the lab.
2: Oh, I mean, my gosh. favorite part after that is his immediate response of the Sailor Guardians will pay for this. <laughs> oh, I how he's going to get 30 bucks out of them for a new phone, but...
1: Sure, man. <laughs> They've got that. After uh, that bit of setup, we cut to the Hikawa Shrine, where uh, the the Sailor Senshi are all there. We've got Usagi uh, Tsukino. She's 15 years old. She's Ganser. Her blood dive is O. Uh, we've got Minako Aino sailor venus we've got ami mizuno sailor mercury rei hino sailor mars and makoto kino uh sailor jupiter all in the house is there a reason you're doing full names we haven't done it in a while okay yeah just a reminder
0: we might have new (laughs) listeners you don't know yeah for the benefit of those people who listen to our our podcast instead of watching the show
1: yeah All five of our Sailor Scouts are there, and they are doing a practice exam, uh, because the season-long arc is about them taking their high school entrance exams, and Usagi has just finished, uh, I thought it was a single problem, but is it, like, actually a practice test, or is it a single problem? Uh, The impression
0: I got was that it was a single difficult problem, but I could be mistaken.
2: I mean, at first I thought it was a practice test, because she's like, it took me 23 minutes, I'm like... Maybe it's a short practice test. And then afterwards, it started to sound like just one problem.
0: Yeah, she says it was a difficult problem, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So she has been spending the past 23 minutes and 47 seconds on a single problem on her practice test. But she finished it, and everyone is super happy for her because that's the fastest she's ever done it.
0: Wait, okay, let's see. She's Chris, how old is she? She is 15. And so she's in, what's the
1: American grade equivalent? Well, she is in her last year of middle school. So I believe she would be in like, I, I think she's still supposed to be in like ninth grade. So that would be like
0: ninth grade. Okay. I'm trying to think yeah. what kind of math we're doing in ninth grade. Um,
2: um Probably algebra. I think yeah. she would have gotten to that by then.
0: Yeah. So she's probably doing an algebra problem, which can get complicated.
1: Right? I mean, yes.
2: I've never related to Usagi more, having to take almost <laughs> half an hour to do one problem in math.
1: Yeah, for real. Uh, but there's a problem. Uh, after she thanks all of her friends, until she couldn't have done it without them, uh, Ami reaches over and uh, points out that she actually got the answer wrong.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Still, I've never, I've never been so sympathizing with Usagi before this moment. Yeah, there
1: is yeah. a beautiful moment where Usagi bursts into tears and just says, why? Why? Her head is enormous in this scene. <laughs> she yeah, just Usagi is moment. drawn in a completely different style than all of the other girls in the scene, and it's yes. kind of amazing.
0: <laughs> like, you can see all four, all five of them at once, and her head is just twice as big <laughs> as everyone else's. <laughs>
1: Ray gives like Ray really like gives her a bunch of shit, but also to be fair, like she is crying all the time after spending 23 minutes to get an algebra problem wrong. So you can understand her frustration. <laughs> but what Ray is upset about is that Usagi is claiming that she is suffering so much through this test when as the other senchi know she has suffered so much more as sailor moon uh like she's had to watch everybody get crucified (laughs) she's been attacked by monsters and most recently uh she had her pure heart ripped out
0: gosh uh in in that episode i'll tell you that probably doesn't feel good you have any thoughts chris on what it would feel like to have your heart ripped out well, it probably wouldn't really
1: stop you from doing anything. I don't think.
0: Are you sure? Because I think it might feel as bad as trying to drink a whole bottle of water at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, then maybe on top of that, eating about ten rice balls.
2: So yes. it feels like you're just really, really full. <laughs> Apparently, that's, that so is that's how what
1: happens. <laughs> that is how the sailor scouts describe it.
2: <laughs> and I don't
1: know why we have that uh, that Arthur meme. When we have this slow panning shot of frustrated Minako Aino just with her eyebrow twitching as we slowly pan over her. Because all of the other scouts start talking about how they have uh, been attacked and had their hearts, their pure hearts ripped out. It, it happened to Sailor Jupiter when she went on a car ride with Haruka and Michiru. By, by a scarf. It happened to uh, Ami when she went swimming that one time. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it happened to. When did it happen to Ray? Um, Did it mean, probably, to Rey? and I' probably probably at
0: the shrine one time. I mean, that always yeah. happens.
1: yeah, I legitimately do not remember it happening to Ray, but I it kind of has to have for the rest of this episode to work because it turns out, and this is going to be our driving plot for the episode, Minako is mad because no one has come after her pure heart.
2: That makes sense. She thinks they don't think that she is pure. that makes sense. I would be upset over that, too. <laughs> what? Why wouldn't you, like, well, my heart's not good enough to maybe hold a talisman? It's not pure enough? I feel like maybe, like, maybe
1: she shouldn't be jealous that all her friends got attacked by monsters and almost murdered.
2: Yes. No, I respect this. This makes total sense to me. I would be this petty. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: Mina is doubly upset because she quit bat like she there's a great scene where she's talking to, to Artemis and she's like, Yeah, nobody's coming after my pure heart. I fucking quit volleyball, which is the only thing in this world I like <laughs> to be on this stupid superhero team. People can tell me my heart's not pure. And then she goes to the gym and just smacks the shit out of volleyballs for like twenty minutes. Um
0: when she's sitting on the on the uh swing being sad on the uh dub uh, Artemis comes up and goes, "Is everything all right, Mina?" And she says, "I'm totally in dumpsville, Artemis." i'm <laughs> um, totally in dumpsville. And Artemis, in the, during the conversation, in in the in both versions, in the in the in the in the, in the subtitles as well, um, there's a part where she, she she expresses that. I mean, I you know, they never came from my pure heart. And Artemis is like, hmm. Well, maybe you don't have a pure heart. And she shoots him <laughs> the most deadly look.
2: Just, <laughs> that was brutal, Artemis. Like, why would he even say that? What a fucking that. dickhead he is. Like, just, yeah, maybe you're just kind of a shitty person. I don't know. <laughs> so um,
1: Minika goes and, and practices volleyball for a little while in her uh, in her volleyball uniform, which is hot pants and a uh, three-quarter sleeve polo shirt with an S on it that makes her look like she's a weird alternate universe Jughead. Oh. Then she realizes, after she finishes uh, like spiking an entire thing full of volleyballs, that she has previously sent one directly into the face of one Usagi Sakino who has come <laughs> to talk to her friend.
0: Yep. yep he yep, looks yep. great. She may or may not have lost a tooth from the volleyballs. Yeah,
1: She's covered in volleyball belts and is missing (laughs) it, (laughs) too.
0: It's pretty classic. And she she says, no, I came to cheer you up. Her and the cats, because uh, obviously Artemis uh, spilled. Just want to point out, Luna, gray. Dark gray in the scene.
1: Uh, And I really like this, because Mina tries to play it off, but keeps, like staring off into space like she'll be like no it's fine i'm just like i was just goofing around when i said i was mad that a demon never comes after me but i mean like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with my heart that they don't think i'm pure like i will murder them and she (laughs) like she gets like really shadowy it's really good agreed yeah and then she does it again when they go
0: to the crown game center and she's playing the crane game to try to cheer her up yeah where by the way Luna is gray. There's a screenshot for you.
2: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: jeez. What, what have we done? What have, what have you done? And what have I done, Cassidy? But uh, we must this.
2: I don't know. Do we need to, like... We're just going to have to, like, build a color chart.
1: <laughs> there's no way that's purple. Look. No, but there's also... There have been very purple lunas in this show, and you cannot deny that. Yeah, so here's the problem. I googled it while we were talking about it before. <laughs> Like Google Image searched,
0: and the problem is that at some point, it is it is definitely a fact that at some point someone involved in Sailor Moon made a decision. Hey, guess what? Luna's purple, because at some point all of the uh, all of the um, toys and plushies and everything are definitely super purple, and I think she is actively purple in Crystal.
1: I have some keychains sitting right here, Jordan. Yeah. And, uh, these, these were part of the box that, uh, was sent to us that had all the Sailor Moon merchandise from, Mm -hmm. uh, from Lee And, uh, I have a Sailor Moon keychain, a Sailor Venus keychain, and then I've got one that has Luna and Artemis. And I was thinking, like, oh, I'll send, I'll send the Luna and Artemis one to Jordan. Uh, but it's a purple, it's fucking purple as grape juice. Listen, it's okay. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this, with this guy opening this thing up and going, like, oh, it's a purple Luna.
0: The singing Luna is also purple. Like, again, like I well, said.
1: I hope he was singing in huge quotation marks.
0: Yes, sure.
1: <laughs> All of the
0: Luna merch is purple, other than the, the shirt that I have, which is black. But I'm just saying, like,
1: in, I, in the in the actual cartoon, I, I don't think she's purple very much. So Usagi and Minako are at the game center, and Minako is playing a crane game uh, that's full of these weird genuinely hideous dolls that are probably (laughs) a Japanese thing from the 90s that we do not know about, I guess. I would love to to hear if anyone knew what they were. Uh, But Luna straight calls Minako out and says, I hope you're not planning to get attacked by a monster on purpose. And Minako's reaction makes it very clear that that is exactly what she is planning to do. Right. Mm hmm. Usagi starts, uh, like, grabbing her and their heads get super huge, their eyes get super huge. (laughs) And, like, Minakos are just, like, big, wide eyes with tiny dot pupils. But Usagi's are these weird alien tear eyes that are horrifying. (laughs) I love this. I love this whole shot. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, And eventually Usagi starts, like grabbing her by the throat and throttling her against the machine, uh, which clears it out of these awful, awful dolls. <laughs> yeah, they accidentally
0: use the crane game. Like she, It's not like she smashes it open and the dolls come out. They accidentally hit the buttons, manipulate the crane thing, so that it reaches down and grabs all of the toys at once, which is not possible.
2: No.
1: Not since Crane <laughs> Game Joe have we seen someone dominate a, a crane game like this. <laughs> Is
0: this his secret? Just slam against it.
2: I know. My sisters and I were doing it wrong the whole time. We used to set ourselves up strategically around the machine to get like a perfect 360 view of what to do.
1: Wow. And did yeah. you win?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: I feel like Motoki should have come out at this point. <laughs>
2: like, like, like she'd be like,
1: hey. Don't choke your friend. Like, don't choke your friend in general, but definitely don't choke your friend in front of the machines. Thank you. Maybe I'm maybe I'm giving Matoki a little too much credit for running this business.
0: He was busy uh, talking to his girlfriend in Africa.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Mm, do you mean Darian?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> do
2: you mean his
1: boyfriend in Tokyo? Is that what you mean? Where
0: is Darian in this episode? That's a good point.
1: Not here.
2: Yeah, I totally forgot about that guy
1: I didn't, I didn't even bother to load up the Tuxedo Mask uh, Musical sting in the soundboard Because I knew that dude Aww. That dude Ain't showing up this week, ain't showing up next week
0: <laughs> Oh, spoiler
1: We do get a little mention of him here, though When your favorite character, uh, Jordan uh, Luna the Purple Cat Makes nope. some uh, Okay, Chris, some... okay You know what?
0: I was gonna let it go uh-huh. But now you're getting it <laughs> Because behind the scenes, inside Sailor Business, we had to take a pause for a moment for technical difficulties. And while you were gone, Cassidy and I started talking more about Luna's color. And Cassidy said she looked at screenshots of Luna. And what did you say?
2: I said my faith had been shaken to its very core because she definitely just wasn't as purple as I remember. And now I'm really confused and questioning a lot of decisions I've made in my life. (laughs) Uh,
1: well, I think you have made the correct decisions. <sighs> but regardless, regardless, your favorite character, uh, Luna, really offers some words of encouragement in this scene, yeah, doesn't she? This is she, really Jordan? crappy. This is some pretty crappy yeah, this stuff. Is like, really, this is like season one Ray level, like, jerk move from Luna.
0: And they, they, they actually, so she's literally just listing everything that's wrong with Luna going, she's single-minded in her pursuit of memorial and... Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just talking. She's single-minded in her pursuit of Mamoru, she's single-minded in, like, wanting to eat and sleep and take the easy way out. But that's not being pure-hearted. That's just being an idiot. <laughs> that's a dick thing to say. I, and I should point out, it, it, she, she says similar stuff in the um in the dub, uh, except in the dub, the, she, they're talking about, like, she says something like, "Well, it's interesting. They're the the definition of pure-hearted that of pure that they they go after because Usagi's just like pure in her in her ability to slack off and stuff like that. Yeah, like linking it to again to the pure-heartedness. Yeah, Luna's you know Luna's in full lecture mode today.
2: Yeah, the cats are just being real dicks this episode. <laughs> yeah." They really are, and like, I feel like that's a that,
1: that's a mean thing to say. That's also like a really dangerous thing to say when you know you're saying it to the person who's going to be queen of the universe. <laughs> like,
0: off with their cat heads.
1: Yeah, like I would not be surprised if uh, we do not see Luna in the future of uh, of Crystal Tokyo. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Talk shit, get exiled from the Moon Kingdom.
0: Okay, That's exiled. All right, all right. Ex- That's true. We I, only I see her worried. daughter. Well, and we see the scouts and her husband.
2: Well, we see, like, uh, Luna's daughter, Diana. Oh, her. We know, we she's-, know she's. Oh, Yeah. Because she's. She's very uh, purple. Oh,
0: right. I remember when, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right, yeah. Because she's
2: friends with Chibiusa and everything. So Diana gets to stay. Her mom gets exiled.
1: Can wow. you imagine how terrible Luna would be to her own child? Oh, God. The worst.
0: Mina is saying she doesn't care about any of that uh, But then she does ask if Yusagi Can do her one favor Take half of the toys that she won <laughs> And Yusagi's like And no <laughs> Yeah In the dub They have her offer the things And Yusagi's like oh, I'd rather not. I would rather—I don't think I want them And she's saying so- And then Mina says something like uh, I'm being pure heartedly uh, Giving or something like that <laughs>
1: This is where things get buck wild. Yes, this is great. Because uh, first, Mina goes to the comic book store uh, and picks up a book called it, "It's called uh, a Guide to Pure Hearts." I think is, is it what it a comic is. Comic book store? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a comic book store because it has like... Uh, well, I guess maybe she's just in the manga aisle of a bookstore. Uh, or maybe I am literally just used to seeing (laughs) Japanese (laughs) books as manga on the shelf in this office. Maybe that's what the problem is. (laughs) She's at the bookstore. She grabs a book called A Guide to Pure Hearts. And someone sees her reading, uh, this guide. It's Haruka and Michiru. And they notice that Miniko is looking for pure hearts. And they start flipping the fuck out. (laughs) but like in a very watercolory sort of beautiful way yep uh so they start having this weird conversation about pure hearts and minako keeps like almost saying something about talismans they're like are you talking about ta and she's like taking an interest in my community (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty great
0: she, she literally starts asking them like
1: what do you think a person
0: with pure heart would act like and they are like Duh, uh. Uh, but they do tell her that a person with a pure heart uh, would be helpful to others
1: yes and at this moment i honestly thought this was you all driving by uh, <laughs> because a small white car with uh bullhorns on it Drives by, and it's uh, there's a blood drive going on. So then, what happens is that Minako disappears, <sighs> and then you find out that Minako starts lying about her age so that she can give blood every day.
0: Yeah, she goes off <laughs> to give blood. Oh, but don't forget, she actually gives ugly dolls too.
2: Yes, in uh, like be the best moment because Michiru and Haruka. They're turning away. They've got their the watercolors with the petals floating down. It's all very serious, and like we had nothing to worry about at all. And Minako interrupts their beautiful, serious walk away to be like, "You guys want some of these dolls?" And they're just, "I don't uh, really uh. want this."
1: <laughs> and, and then well, I think the most amazing thing is that. After that, we get a close-up on the horrible dolls in their outstretched hands, and the two dolls get the watercolor fade. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's beautiful.
2: Yes.
0: So then Mina goes to give blood. She runs over. She gets signed up. Don't hesitate and take as much as you want. I want to help everyone in the world, she says. So she goes off and gives blood. Cut back no, to... Well, hang
1: on a second. Okay, hang on please. A second. We can actually look this up. Where's my copy of Codename Sailor V that I had out for the chibi the 7
0: You're going to see uh, what her blood type is?
1: Yeah, I want to see what Miniko's blood type is. Here it is. Okay. Uh, Miniko, you know, 13 years old. Where is the... Here we go. Blood type B. Now right. is Well, she's is... not
0: going to help everyone in the world.
1: Yeah, she doesn't have nah. like universal donor blood. So is B... Blood type rarity. Let's see. If she's B negative, uh, that is very rare. That is actually rare.
0: Well, regardless. I mean, listen, they, they need all
1: the blood types, don't they? Like, well, Yeah, I know they need all the blood types. B positive, 1 in 12. Uh, B negative, 1 in 67, actually. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So we cut back to Tomoe and talking on the phone with, uh, with Udeal. Here's no here's the problem. I'm going to slightly spoil this cuz we don't 100% know this right away. Fucking her plan works, guys. <laughs> her plan, her stupid awful should not work plan works. So Udeal is going, "Well, yeah, we've got uh we've got a ping on the uh the old uh, computers there. I'm a little worried about the Sailor Scouts and Tomoe goes, no problem. I got the perfect idea for for a Dame diamond. And you see a close-up of the oven, and then this big corner comes in. It's going clunk, clunk. It won't go in. And
1: then... He was trying to put an entire door into the oven. It's amazing. The, <laughs> oven is, like, the oven is magical because the oven makes monsters, but the oven's really? not so magical that like you can just put a fucking full-size door into this oven.
0: No. So then we get a close-up of him sawing around the doorknob of the door, and then he puts just the doorknob part of the door into the, the diamond oven, and uh, and he cooks up a little diamond.
1: So yeah, uh so we have a a doorknob diamond on the way. We know about that. And uh I believe that brings us to our act break, right Jordan?
0: No 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 now no no now we get the part that you were talking about. We we get confirmation that she's lying to them every day, saying she's eighteen. Every day she's giving blood and just kicking back and looking like it's the best thing that's ever happened to her.
1: Yeah, she. I mean, like, we can go ahead and say she looks relatively orgasmic at the act of giving blood, right? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that brings us to our act break. As you may already know, Sailor Business is supported by our listeners on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and kick in as little as a dollar every month to help us keep the show going, helping us to do uh, extra shows. We actually just passed the uh, the mark where we are going to be doing Xena Warrior Business mini-episodes. Uh, I think oh, I'm going to wow. be calling them Gabby-sodes. So Allison Stock and I have to sit down and read some fan fiction of an adult nature. Uh, so that we can talk about it in the first uh, Xena business minisode, neither of us is looking forward to that. But thank you for gracious. your money.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. It, it's it's uh, the the amount we're getting right now is even higher than last time I looked at it. It's it's absolutely wonderful. And I should mention our next goal is that we will do more music uh, when we when we reach uh thousand we will uh i will pledge to oh, man do work hard and do more uh sailor moon music for everyone and Allison said she will do musical recaps of Xena episodes which i'm actually interested in hearing very much so i'm probably the first sailor moon song i would do if we reach that is the the Mercury and Uranus transformation song because I do really like that song a lot.
1: Yeah, well, we've been having technical difficulties. You've been kind of noodling at it on the uh, yes. <laughs> on the ukulele, uh, and I will say uh, that money goes to to help out me and Jordan and, and Allison, obviously, but also Jake, uh, who is our editor and who has to deal with the nightmare of stitching this particular episode together this time through all the difficulties we had. But head over to uh, patreon.com slash sailorbusiness. Uh, our next goal is the the musical business uh, stuff. And then I think the one after that is that I am going to be uh, streaming or doing videos of some kind uh, where I play through the Sailor Moon and Xena video games, uh, including another story and the beat-em-ups. Uh, I actually have a Twitch account now at twitch.tv slash business. Oh. That I've been testing some stuff out. Uh, I did a little bit of streaming. I did, um, uh, I did a, a Power Rangers game to kind of promote Skater X number three coming out, and I did a, uh, uh, I did some of the X Men Super NES games to uh, promote X Men Volume uh, X Men Ninety Two Volume Two coming out recently. Nice. So I'm going to be probably doing those off and on as I kind of teach myself Twitch. But when we hit that uh, 1250 level. We are going to be doing, like, I am going to be doing some playthroughs. I played about five minutes of the Xena game for Game Boy Color. It's nuts. Weird. If you want to experience that, definitely uh, hit us up at patreon.com slash business Like these fine people. And we will start with uh, Hugh J. O'Donnell. Thank you, Hugh. Let's see. We have uh, Kelsey Buckmaster.
0: Thank you, Kelsey.
1: Uh, Erica Hollingsworth. Erica, thank you. Uh, Lindsay Hornsby. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Clarissa Wilcox.
0: Much appreciated, Clarissa.
1: Uh, This one we've talked about before, so I don't know if this is a new pledge or a separate pledge, but redemption. It's redemption being
0: rethanked by us.
1: Uh, This is the one that put us over the top. Uh, uh, Krista Rodriguez pledge. Thank you, Krista.
0: Thank you so much, Krista. Uh,
1: Jeffrey Payne.
0: Jeffrey, thank you so much.
1: Samantha Sosterich.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Samantha.
1: Uh, My former co-worker and uh, and Riverdale recap buddy, uh, Emma Lawson. Oh, thank you, Emma. Jennifer O.
0: Thank you, Jennifer.
1: And James, by God, Gibson. Probably not the James Gibson (laughs) I'm thinking of, but James Gibson just pledged.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, James. And thank you, everyone, for helping out. We really appreciate it. Uh, It makes all of this possible.
1: Uh, It really does. Uh, Just a quick update for backers of the $15 level. The pins are on the way. Uh, We have an amazing design of Tennis Ball Sailor Moon by uh, Katie Donnelly uh, that will be coming in pretty soon. Jake's going to be mailing those out. Jake, you have so much work to do. I'm sorry. Uh, But, yeah, uh, those pins will be going out. They're going to be awesome. And uh, if you are... Uh, going to be at HeroesCon Con, and you're a backer. I will try to bring some with me for for people uh, who who swing by the show. But otherwise, I think we're just going to mail them to everybody. So thank you if you're a fifteen dollar backer. Thank you if you're an above fifteen dollar backer too. We have a couple of those, and that's super awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think that's it for uh, for our our little act break here. You guys ready to dive back into it? <laughs> This week, the S is for stupid plan. Uh, how about the S is for stop having your body drained of blood on a daily basis? <laughs> That's horrifying. This scene rules. Okay, take take us through it, Jordan. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Actually,
0: this isn't the scene I was talking about because guess who? We're, guess who I'm looking at right now? What is it, Luna? No, it's Darian Shields.
1: What? Oh, wait, does he show up in this episode?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Usagi, or Serena, is chatting to him about uh, how crazy it is that Mina's doing this, and he's uh, given her advice. Uh,
1: That's right. I forgot that he actually... D- like, Tuxedo Mask doesn't show up, but who does. And I actually do like this scene, because it's one of the few times in the show where somebody actually stops and, like, looks at the events going on around him, and then kind of goes, Hey... This is like really fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what's happening to us, right? Like, like what our friend is doing—that's like really messed up right now, right? Because they're talking about how Mina is lying about her age so that she can get exsanguinated on a regular basis.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he gives like decent advice. Now, granted, he's in the episode for five seconds, but he's like, "Yeah, that's that's messed up. She's got to make sure she's uh, has all her nutrients." Uh, which inspires Serena to help, uh, or Yusagi to help. So in the next scene, we see uh, Mina is running to get her donate blood again, and everybody is spying on her. Uh, well, which is to say, Ray, Makoto, and Ami are spying on her, along with the two cats, peering at her through the bushes and gossiping about her. and 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 all pointing out really good points, like this could get her killed not just because she's donating her all of her blood but because if the monsters come their whole deal is they want to steal hearts and not give them back
1: yeah like they want to steal hearts also she'll probably get killed by a monster (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. she seems fine though (laughs) like she's real she is real strong this is a strong child to give up so much blood
0: yeah, she must be. I don't know. She's eating a lot of cookies. I don't know what she's doing.
2: Yeah. Well, while the while the rest of the girls are spying on her,
1: Usagi is running no, wait, at wait, her with wait. an armload. No, you got to go back to Artemis being
0: a dick again because then <laughs> okay, Artemis goes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it really pure-hearted if she's just donating blood to make it look like she has a pure heart? And
1: everybody's like, well, the answer is no, Artemis. I think that's. I think the, I mean, I think that's a reasonably weird philosophical concern, but it's a reasonable concern. But uh, it turns out the answer is
0: yes, she is still pure hearted because the plan worked again.
1: Yeah. Usagi runs up, and, and oh, by the way, also, Haruka and Michiru are there too, spying, because this girl has been walking around talking about pure hearts. Usagi runs up with basically what is an armload of five-hour energy drinks, which I think is <laughs> hilarious. That's what—that's exactly what they look like. There's these little bottles, and it says they're vitamin A and vitamin C supplements, which, I like, that's important to have if you're not gonna have your blood. <laughs> but it, it's also really weird that, like... Minako doesn't seem very adversely affected by this. Minako's just chugging five hours and walking around as though this is completely normal. Yep. Yeah, she's fine. She's doing great. But
0: it's because she's crazy and is determined to prove that she is pure-hearted to get attacked by a monster.
1: Yeah, and I love, like, this, again, it might not be, like, the... Like, it might not be an admirable personality, but I do love that this is Minako having a personality. Sure.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: this is a thing that, like, you kind of couldn't do with Usagi. But you can do it with Minako, and yeah. it really works well, I think. Especially since Mineko... you Usagi, like, chasing after her, trying to keep her from dying.
0: I'm trying, <laughs> to, I'm trying to think about uh, Sailor V, codenamed Sailor V. Does she have a kind of mildly selfish core to her back then and the answer is yeah kind of like not yeah. as blatant as this but yeah you definitely get the sense that she's really into being famous uh, as sailor v which again yusagi never really there's one episode where she wants to be famous but that's the side thing
1: and if you if people listen to our uh, full-length chibi episode about codenamed sailor v like there was also you know there's also that weird story where she turns into uh, the teacher so that she can kiss the boy Yeah, uh, who can then move on with his life.
0: So Mina is um, marching down the street with Usagi going after her, kind of being like, trying to help, trying to be a good friend. When (laughs) things, I mean, this is, again, things keep getting crazier and they're about to get crazier again. Uh, Like I said, the stupid, terrible plan worked. Udeal drives up Blots her with the heart gun, knocks her heart out, and at the moment when normally (laughs) the character would fall unconscious (laughs) on the ground and someone would grab the heart and go, oh, it's garbage and throw it away.
1: Instead, (laughs) Mina
0: (laughs) goes mental, grabs her own pure heart and is like, my pure heart, I have a pure heart, cackles and runs off with it.
2: (laughs) Where is she going?
1: It is the cackling that does it. Because you know, we see, you know, she does the big, she gets shot in the back, she does the big, you know, back bend, and the heart comes out. And then she just folds back forward and grabs it and goes, hey, <laughs> and then just tears off. And everyone is like, oh my god. Uh, so Yudiya is chasing her in the car, Haruka and Michiru are chasing her, Usagi's chasing her. The other girls and cats trip over all the five-hour energy drink bottles and just eat shit on the concrete. <laughs> 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 it's bananas! And Minako is, like, out of, like, Minako is a weird, like, pure-heart hoarder monster yes. now. <laughs> yes. And so she's, like, going underground into a parking garage <laughs> where she finally passes kind out.
0: Kind of like the, the member when the girl... The the girl tried to kiss everything? Yes. She's like that girl, except she's like, like yeah, just coveting her own pure heart.
2: I love her in this. I, where is she going? What's her plan? No just, plan. Ah, uh, it's great. Yeah, it's she's so good. It's so good. And her
0: no plan doesn't go anywhere. She runs into a, a garage and then apparently runs out of steam and falls over and is unconscious. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Usagi shows up and she's like, hey. Don't get any closer to that that girl. And UDL's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, come on, Diamond, let's do this. And so we are introduced yep. to yep. the thing that is like maybe as weird or weirder than what we've already seen, <laughs> which is Doornobder. Yay! Doorknobder is amazing because Doornobder is a sexy door monster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But Doornobner is perfect because what Doornobner does is uh, locks all the doors so that no one can escape from this room. So it's Yudial, Usagi, Minako passed out, Haruka, and Mishiru, who uh, showed up kind of like in hiding. So no one can leave the room because Doornobner, who has like a door shield on one arm and a giant weird lockpick tool on the other, and a doorknob in her forehead. Uh, has sealed the room completely the catch is that Doorknobder is terrible at fighting yeah <laughs> and says do you deal she's like hey by the way i'm a doorknob i am not good at fighting Yeah,
2: she tells her multiple times like i'm not very good at this yes. please don't make me do this and when she's going to end
1: up having to fight Sailor Moon, her battle cry is, reluctantly! <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, I want to uh, take this opportunity to call
0: a miniature, a chibi uh, fashion corner. Okay. To talk about Michelle and Amara. Talk about- to talk about Michelle. To talk
1: about Haruka's, mm-hmm. uh, amazing, um, <laughs> like... Yeah, late late eighties music video uh, outfit. Yeah,
0: that's the main reason. I mean, her, uh, let's. I mean, Mashiro has a, a delightful ribbon in her hair and has her hair up. It's wonderful. She's
1: got a, Michiru actually has like yeah, like a cute little updo. Uh, that that's really nice. Heruka, Haruka. Haruka. A a a a, a, a a a a. What I mean, what color green is that? I was gonna say lime green. It it's not quite lime. Yeah, it's a pastel lime green. Yeah,
0: pastel lime green suit. With a, with a, with, well, it's a jacket and, and slacks, a black shirt, and a
1: crucifix. A big old gold <laughs> crucifix. Cassie, do you have any thoughts on, uh, on these outfits?
2: Uh, I mean, okay, obviously Michiru looks amazing, as she does. Haruka, sometimes people make mistakes, and, and we still love them, we still admire them. And we respect that they're at least keeping themselves safe from vampires. Yes,
0: I was going to say, Haruka is dressed for a night
1: out at the bronze.
2: Yes! <laughs> she's literally dressed like Pastel
1: Angel. <laughs> angel couldn't wear that cross? Uh, I guess I guess not. I guess that's true. Um, but, yeah, Michiru, like, I really like this outfit for Michiru, too, because she's clearly, like... This is Mishiru dressing down like like she's mm, I'm just gonna be a slob today and like still looking amazing. She's wearing like a like a, is it a peach skirt, which is kind of weird looking. It's like very loose fitting, like flowy kind of hippie stuff. Uh, but point being, uh, Usagi, Mishiru and Haruka can't leave the room, right? Which means that the shocking moment everyone's identity is revealed. When they transform, they have to transform in front of Yudeo. So rather than let Yudeo grab Minako's pure heart, Usagi transforms in front of her, revealing her identity. <gasps> uh, and we get the full <sighs> transformation sequence. How can it be? So not only does Udiel find out, but Haruka and Michiru find out that Usagi is Sailor Moon at this point, too.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. And then they went, oh, right. I was calling her Moonface. Now that makes sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's own, that's dove only I know, yeah. I know
0: and she, they don't actually say that either
1: uh, this is where Usagi transforms and this is where you like all right doorknobder take her out and was like uh <laughs> I just locked doors <laughs> and fought like has to jump into battle and honestly does okay for herself yeah. against Usagi. um
0: she literally okay doorknobder carries a big metal door as a shield and Uh just slams it into Usagi's body, knocking her onto the ground. Well, actually she blasts her onto the ground, but she's on top of this metal door, pinning her to the ground and she keeps lifting it up and slamming it down on top of her. And I was like, (laughs) that's
1: a really, really painful looking experience. I do not like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, reaches for the pure heart again and we get, uh, Oh God, I should have put the tuxedo mask thing in here. Because we do get, like, a sudden, like, flash and rose petals. The rose petals come from fucking nowhere, by the way. The
0: rose petals come from Mishiru and Amara's general mystique.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> they have thrown the hideous doll at u uh, And Sudiel is like, no, DoorDobter, go take out these two normal people. Wait a minute, wait and a And like, okay, fine. I just realized, mm-hmm. this is days later. <laughs> it's at least yeah it's at least like two days after <laughs> you're still carrying him around
0: what is going on <laughs> so anyway yes then they transform wonderful song
1: mm-hmm, 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 good stuff yeah so we get a little bit of world shaking that uh hits you and just knocks her lab coat off her lab coat and glasses i guess and then michiru goes for the pure heart and now everybody's secret entity is out in the open although like what would be hilarious is if uh is if hurrican michiru were like well we know we know sagi's sailor moon but who are the other (laughs) four scouts? Yeah, they didn't say Is that, it did those they? four girls she's all ha- always hanging out with? I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Oh,
0: I have a guys. You might want to brace yourself.
2: Oh dear. Because
0: mm-hmm. I have an even more shocking revelation. Okay. The heart isn't one of the ones they were looking for.
2: Oh
1: man! Like you know what? I bet we're never gonna get a heart that's a talisman. <laughs> I bet that's never gonna happen.
0: <laughs> give up now? Yeah, it's a good place to give up. I think right now.
1: No. Here's a part that I am surprised you didn't bring up, Jordan. Because at this point, the other uh, three Senshi arrive, and they're trying to break down Doorknobder's door that is sealing the yeah yeah oh it's it's fantastic uh, it's sealing the garage. So we get burning mandala, and we see the door like kind of like burn a little bit, like you know get hot in the from the middle. Then we uh, we hear sparkling wide pressure, and we see like the flash of lightning around the edges, <laughs> and then the third attack. Because those two weren't able to take down the door, <laughs> we get Shine <Shynok> Aqua Illusion.
0: <laughs> right.
1: We don't even. They don't even show us what that looks like. <laughs> we get no, like it's like yeah, go ahead and cut away when we get Shine Aqua Illusion.
0: There, there would have been some moisture on the door, I suppose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Some condensation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh goes to, to do some fighting, gets deep submerged, and like literally is one of the first monsters to run away and run back to Uriel and be like, hey, hey, I'm not good at this. I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> and then Sailor Moon kills her. Yeah. Now, here's a weird part. While Sailor Moon is doing her attack, like literally they break into the attack to show stuff they have to show us Udeal getting together a giant flamethrower. So then mm-hmm. as she does the moon heart attack, Udeal does her giant crazy flamethrower and you get to see like flames versus hearts, <laughs> which is funny. But part of me goes, why did they even do that? Because it still kills the monster. Is it that it would have killed both of them? Like usually I don't think of I don't think of moon heart attack as a spread Attack like it just kills the one person. Usually,
1: it's weird because if we saw like the giant truck-sized heart in this tiny room going toward there, I could buy that. But we don't. We see like a pink hadoken right. that looks like it's like Lisa frank's hadoken is what it is. <laughs> it's like a pink hadoken decorated heart. Like we don't see the big one, and I, all we really see is kind of the spiral of hearts that come out first before we get the big, you know, lovely right uh i also wish that we would have like we get the standard uh uh lovely footage that does not have like a spot for uh door no. which i really wish they would have thrown around. that would have been nice so yeah.
0: after that you is like okay whatever guys i have a <laughs> i have a flamethrower <laughs> and i understand you guys are sailor scouts and i understand you guys are sailor scouts and i understand you guys are Sailor Scouts, but there is one normal girl left in this room, <laughs> and I am going to set her on fire
1: if you guys don't stop. So, uh Udeal, when she has the flamethrower out and is getting ready to burn uh, Sailor Venus to death... Nope, not Sailor Venus. A totally ordinary girl. <laughs> Minako, I know. Uh, she is stopped when Minako, who... Keep it. Like I guess she has her heart back. But keep yeah, in also she has a heart, no blood, <laughs> zero blood, <laughs> yeah. blood meter down. This girl is so strong. Her blood has yeah. been
0: replaced by energy drinks.
1: <laughs> Minako does not fuck around. Uh, she stands up and throws the entire basket of horrible dolls
0: <laughs> that she won <wanted laughs> days you know. ago.
1: Yes, this she has <laughs> been carrying her out with her, and for the rest of the fight there is going to be one perched on Udil's, U-Dil's head. Oh, um, which is amazing. That.
0: I don't remember. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: there it is. It's adorable. Um,
0: that that part I love too, because again, then Udil gets to go, You
1: were all Sailor Guardians! <laughs> <laughs> this is this is very coincidental. <laughs> It's pretty great. Uh, so we get a full Sailor Venus transformation sequence that is again interrupted by "You Are All Sailor Guardians," which is hilarious. Uh, and uh, Venus uh, Love Me Chain uh, fucks up that flamethrower, which. Like, it tears the flamethrower open, and the flamethrower does not explode, which is what I assumed happens when you tear a flamethrower <laughs> open, but I play a lot of video games, so I don't know if that's true.
0: Yeah, hard to say. Hard yeah. to say.
1: And then, uh, UDL just gets in the Subaru, and, uh, <laughs> and pieces out.
0: Yep. And speaking of peacing out, at that point, Neptune and Uranus are just like, cool, and start walking away. And Sailor Moon goes, hey, Haruka and Mishiru, and all the other girls are like, oh! What? And then she's like, do you really have to do this thing where you kill somebody? And they're like, yes. Goodbye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's it. Although I do love Makoto is like, I can't believe that they were Sailor Uranus and Neptune all along. I'm like, really? Is that unbelievable to you?
0: (laughs) Because cause, cause Haruka and Mishu are so nice, and Neptune and Uranus are so mean.
1: It's it's so weird, because we're going to see, you know, spoiler warning, but next episode, we're going to see another Sailor Scout show up, and it's going to be a Sailor Scout they've met before as a Sailor Scout, and there's still going to be a big, who are you, moment, <laughs> uh, because they're in, like, a different jacket.
0: All right, well, spoiler, but I look forward to it.
1: All the scouts watch as uh, Neptune and Uranus leave, and then Neptune and Uranus have a moment uh, where they're like, oh, I can't believe we uh, we blew our our secret identities that are so secret. And Mitri was like, yep, no regrets. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode, uh, which means that it is the time of our episode where we talk about what we learned. Uh, it's time for Sailor Business says, Cassidy! What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon?
2: Uh, let me tell you. I learned that if you want to have a pure heart, you gotta donate that blood. And I don't mean like, just once. You gotta donate all of it. All of that blood's gonna go. Don't need it anymore. Get it out of there. Give it to somebody else. It's the only way.
0: I'm guessing she never donates blood ever again
1: for
2: the rest (laughs) of her life.
0: (laughs) She proved her point. She's done.
2: Uh,
1: Jordan, what did you learn?
0: I learned that Professor Tomoe is a really big White Wolf fan. (laughs) He's going to make everybody play World of Darkness. What did you learn, Chris?
1: I learned that the human body is an amazing thing, because (laughs) even without a heart or blood, it can still run like a good hundred yards before it passes out.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And and also will survive and be fine. Yeah, Sure. Uh, so yeah, I, I love this episode. I don't know if this might be one of the first times that our like show is more reserved and just less wild in general than what was on television. Uh, this, I would highly recommend this episode just to see like all the goofball stuff that's going on in here. Uh, because I mean, again, spoiler warning, it's going to get real serious next week. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Aww. yeah i mean udeal's still fun well udeal's still
1: fun but we get like i mean look again spoilers we're gonna get to see like a really sad moment for udeal to kind of start everything off <laughs> like just a, I mean... like udeal dealing with a hostile workplace environment all right all right we'll, all we'll right. get to the next week yeah yeah
2: Let's just so enjoy Let's one, enjoy this week's goofs for now.
1: This was an episode all about Mina, and Chris, you loved it. Yes. This is the best Mina Co. Spotlight episode we've gotten ever. Better uh, than Nurse Mina? I think better than Nurse Mina. The Nurse Mina episode could have been a Sailor Moon story, honestly. Sure. But this one, I feel like Mina has a unique personality. She's treating... Like, she, she, I, I love shows about someone kind of realizing a pattern about the show they're on. So when she's like, hey, you five have all been part of this plot. I haven't been part of this plot yet. Like, I think that's really fun and cute. Uh, So much really good stuff. Cassidy, uh, thoughts on the episode?
2: I love this episode. I would remembered it vaguely, and it's even better than I remember it. It's full of, like, so many goofs and jokes. And, like, I'm really glad y'all got to it. Uh, because you know the Mina block of wood, all that goodness. Um, and this one is like so much better. at Finally, giving her a personality and letting her really shine through. And I hope it continues. I don't remember if it continues or not.
1: Yeah, I would love it if we finally got like a run of of Minako episodes that were where she had this kind of personality. And it's I think it's really fun that we that Jordan and I got to do this right after. Uh, rereading Code Name Sailor V too, and and just talking about how much personality she has there, which really lines up here.
0: Yeah, I, and you know what, Chris? I said to you, maybe we will uh, we will read this and love her, and then bring that back with us to Sailor Business. And you said, no way. Turns out
2: you were wrong. I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, no way, Dweezel. her <laughs> in Oh, I did think of one thing wrong with this episode. What? Just Only one. one? Yeah. Just okay. one. Uh, my favorite character didn't appear in it at all.
0: Is your favorite character who is your favorite character?
2: It's Chibi Yusa. Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) I forgot.
1: Unfortunately, we're not going to get Chibi next week either. And I got to say, Chibi's great. Like, Sailor Chibi Moon is so much better than Chibi Yusa was. Yes. Chibi Moon, I get it. She's awesome.
2: Yes, I love her. I love Pink Sugar Heart Attack.
1: I love it all. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny.
0: I I didn't miss her. And uh, don't forget, you also learned that Luna is uh, charcoal gray.
2: All right. I'm not, I'm on the fence now. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to make any rash decisions today. I'm going to make this color chart. We're going right. to see what happens. All right. I think it's one of those things,
0: like, you ever see those, like, awesome uh, illusions where, where they go, this square is the same color as this square. And you're like, that can't be possible. But then when you zoom in, it's like the same color. Yeah. Yeah. She's really gray, but she looks purple to you guys.
2: (laughs) We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to solve this problem. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that does it for this week's episode of uh, Sailor Business. Cassidy, you will join us uh, next week. uh, But in the meantime, can you tell everybody where they can find you online if you would like to be found?
2: Oh, sure. Um, You can find me on Twitter at cassidystone One. That is where I am the most active, and you'll get all the updates on literally everything I do. Awesome.
0: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O, because that's where I I tweet. You can also find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He produces this show, uh, especially this episode, which needs a lot of work because it was uh, technical difficulties abounding. Uh, But he also does a bunch of other things like the Cool Kids Table and uh, Pokemon World Tour and Pokemon World Tour United and the Morphin Grid. So he
1: is like a podcast guru. Yeah, this might be a good week to tell Jake uh, how much you appreciate it if you like the show. So thank you, Jake. Uh, You can find the show on Twitter at Sailor Business, and you can email the show at SailorBusinessPodcast at gmail.com if you have anything that won't fit in a tweet. uh, We love getting email from listeners. Uh, We love hearing people's ideas, clarifications on stuff that we may have missed or or misunderstood from the episode. I really want to know what these dolls are, so if you know, hit us up and and tell us. Uh, And you can find me on Twitter at TheISB, where you can... uh, find the comics that i write Uh, i've got a bunch of stuff coming out in may and june uh, and i'm gonna be doing a bunch of cons hey uh if you're in uh virginia beach uh the weekend after this goes up i will be at tidewater con uh in virginia beach so uh, it's my first time up there it's my first time doing any con in virginia so if you're a fan uh or a listener come by and and say hi i would love to, to see you there And then, of course, uh, Heroes Con in in June, I'll be in Charlotte. But that is going to do it, I think. I'm not going to go through all the plugs. Hit us up on Patreon, leave us a rating, a review, tell a friend. Those are all great ways to help out the show. Uh, That does it for this episode. But we're going to be back next week. I closed the window so I don't have the friggin' episode title (laughs) in front of me. It's a spoiler, I can tell you that much. It is. We will be back next week for the death of Uranus and Neptune, the Talisman appears. <sighs>
0: Until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor
2: looking kind of glum.
0: I'm totally in dumpsville, Artemis.